it be nice if we were older, then we wouldn't have to wait so long. Who sings that? The Beach Boys. Oh my God. <laughs> Do you see? Oh, my, I can't. We're done. Podcast over. No, it's not my fault. It's a Friday. Bro. Bro. I've been very stressed today, okay? Yeah? I'm very frazzled. Do you know where uh, I first learned about that song? Parent Trap? Nope. Where? Uh, Adam Sandler um, in 50 First Dates. <gasps> oh! <laughs> That's where I first learned that way back when. I love that movie. We used to throw that movie on the TV every time it's on. I don't know why it's so enjoyable to watch that movie, but... I love it. Yeah, so, yeah. Do you want to know a story with that movie? Go for it. Uh, the first time my stepmom, Michelle, watched it, she doesn't, she can't handle puke. So when the walrus puked, she puked. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Yeah. That's great. Should we get into it? Let's get into Let's it. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to the Strive Nation podcast, the podcast where we talk about the monotony of daily life. But hey, that's okay because sometimes that's exactly what you need in this crazy world. As always, my name is Corey Estreen, and I'm joined with my constant co-host, Taylor Huff, and my fiancé. How are you today? Am I Taylor Huff and your fiancé? <laughs> yes. I'm just making fun of you. I am doing okay. Good. Yeah. What are we doing today? Today, we are talking about the Tinder Swindler. The Tinder Swindler, the movie on Netflix that a lot of people are talking about oh, and yeah. uh, also feel very bad about. I, I've got some thoughts. I'm excited. I think we got lots of thoughts on it. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> but first, what are you drinking? Today, I'm drinking, can I give you a pop? Truly grapefruit. Get it, girl. Ooh. Wow. That sprayed me in the face. Beverage of choice. A grapefruit Ooh, truly. My hand hurts. I gotta sip with the other hand. Only the best. How does it taste? Oh, it's so good. So refreshing. Yeah. It would taste really good if you made a Paloma with this. With yeah. some tequila and some lime. Very nice. It's good. It's good. Good. What are you drinking? I am drinking Knocking Points First Responders Red Blend. Ooh. Let's see. Does it have any legs? Not really. So it's quite uh, It's quite light. Wait, it's got some legs. Not a whole lot. It's pretty. It's not, not, not really. Oh. I mean, it's kind of thin. It's not. The red isn't staying at all. I mean. Mm, either way, let's try it. I'm not a fan, but. You don't like any reds, but I like, um, I like, ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I don't like most reds. Yeah, she's a, she's a, a dry white kind of girl. What can I say? I'm a basic white girl. It's okay. Well, no, that's not true because otherwise you'd like only sweet. That's true. I like white and dry. Yeah, like my sister, like, I like plum wine where it's so freaking <laughs> sweet that my eyeballs explode as soon as I take a it's gulp. Kool-Aid. Yeah. No, it's sweeter. It's way sweeter. You know those uh, fruit wines? They're so bad. Yeah. It's like way sweeter. I it's like so freaking sweet. It's like drinking sugar. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. All right. Before we start the show, make sure that you go right now and follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Strive Nation Pod for all the coolest content on the internet. And for you visual people, head over to YouTube and smash the subscribe button and like every video to show that you care. But first, but first, upvotes and downvotes. Upvotes and downvotes. Ladies first. Beautiful. My upvote is we are going to the Nashville Ballet tonight. It was my Christmas present, and I'm super, super, super excited. 
Yeah, very cool. I don't know much about ballet, but I'm excited. Poor Court. He had no idea what he bought me. He just knew it was some kind of ballet performance. Well, yeah, it was like modern guy, like dancing. I like. I don't know. The picture looked kind of neat. Yeah, it's not a traditional ballet piece like Swan Lake. It's more of a ballet concert. Right. So I'm I'm down. We're going tonight. I'm excited. Yeah. It's gonna be provided they let me good. in. You have your negative COVID. I got my negative <gasps> COVID test. Oh my gosh! I have to bring my pass vaccine passport with me. Yeah, because you're cool. I don't got one of those. Just wait. Just wait until yeah, they... Yeah, uh, I gotta in- grab mine. Just wait. They'll, they'll require vaccine passports via NFT, digital NFT for on the blockchain. Oh my God. Required for people? No. Okay. Oh well. shit. And you have to wear a mask tonight. Yeah, yeah I do. And you do too. <laughs> yeah, I gotta vaccine. find all one. The, all, the people, <laughs> all the people have to wear masks. Oh my masks. God. Yeah. I haven't worn a mask in so long. These freaking theater people. Oh my gosh. Well... Oh, well. It's okay. I'm excited. A little bird says at work that uh, very soon I might not have to wear a mask. Really? Well, don't yeah, don't you know all the all the Dems are changing all their minds now for whatever freaking reason, and they're contributing the the low death rate and, and the spread to Joe Biden specifically. Hmm. Yes. Earlier this week, we said Joe Rogan spread misinformation. Four days later, all hail the Joe Biden. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense at all. No. Anywho. Uh, I stand with Joe Rogan. Same. Joe all the way. Good. What's your upvote? My upvote is so everyone knows I'm a huge uh, NFT crypto guy. Very excited about things. Really? So I minted uh, a pass a few weeks ago, a gold shuttle pass for this project called Planetary uh, Property Association. Mm -hmm. And the reveal for the first roadmap, the first step to the project went live. And I got the number one ranked rarity home base which is basically a land an nft land i got it the number one ranked rarity out of ten thousand. the chances of that are one, one out of ten thousand yeah i could mint ten thousand times and maybe get it it's that's crazy and i got it i have the you rarest got the absolute best the one. rarest in the whole collection and i'm trying to sell it for 75 grand so yeah so guys if our podcast all become all of a sudden becomes really, really good in two months, it's because we got rich. Yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not too bad at this whole NFT thing, it turns out. So Yes. Yeah. And what's your downvote? My downvote is that I have to work the next 10 days straight because I'm using my regular off days as vacation days Ooh. for Disney and Hollywood Studios. And Universal. Or, yes, Hollywood, that's what I meant. Universal. Universal yes. Studios and Disney. In 10 days. In 10 days. So excited. Yeah, should be really fun. Yeah. What is your downvote? My downvote is that a very mean customer called our sales line today and I answered. And he was the most rude person I've ever dealt with in my entire life. And this is saying something because I worked retail for a decade. And the heavy size I can deal with and the attitude I can deal with. But when you say, let's use some critical thinking here, is when I want to throw my computer out the window. Well, maybe you should uh, use some critical thinking skills. Oh, my God. I I was shaking. I was so mad. So it's fine. My boss had my back. He felt really bad. Uh, he was going to call the person and then realized he would have gotten in a lot of trouble for the things he was going to say. So um, he passed it on for the real big C-suite guys to uh, discipline him. This man 
is the definition of toxic fucking masculinity. Yeah. And he is calling for support. So this is what I imagine, is that he is some IT nobody who is hidden in the basement all by himself, and he got to, for the first time, talk to a female and put her down, because he's never been able to do that in his whole life. Well, there you go. You got back at him. Does it feel good? Yeah. You know what I want to do is I really want to just, like, crush his balls and send him a coffee from our company and say thank you so much for being cooperative to just really kill him with kindness and make him feel like the smallest person in the world oh that's how you do it kill him with kindness i mean i'd rather murder him but that's illegal okay well yeah let's not do that i also get sweet satisfaction of being insanely nice to people who are fucking assholes (laughs) it fuels me like no other well that's good anywho (laughs) Anywho, should we get into today's topic, which is a movie review of The Tinder Swindler? Let's talk about another toxic man. Yeah, another horribly toxic man. Yeah. What is The Tinder Swindler? So, Tinder Swindler is a Netflix docu-series. I'm assuming everyone has Netflix, so you can go watch it. It is a series that is about this man that takes advantage and cons women through the dating app Tinder. Yeah, it just came out this week. Yes. It's on the top 10. For very good reasons. Yeah, and it is the most one of the most interesting things. Uh I didn't really know. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously from the title, like you can garner what it's for, but it kind of tricked me in the first uh 20 minutes. For sure. I yeah. think we both went into this movie because we knew it was about a guy conning women, and we went into it like, girls, really? You're gonna fall for this? And then 30 minutes in, we were like, oh my God, we feel terrible for these women. Well, right. But the first like 15 to 20 minutes, I think the way it was it was shot or at least filmed and everything and narratively given to us is like, you kind of fall for it. Because in the first 15, 20 minutes, it's like, wow, this guy, for this is real. Like, holy crap, this yeah. guy's being nice. And uh, they tricked, like literally tricked me. And then you find out you're like, oh, like 30 to 45 minutes in, you're like, Wow. That is what's happening here, you know, and then yeah. you understand is like, you have to be really, I mean, we'll talk more about it. So, so generally like the general synopsis is. General synopsis is this man says his name is Simon Lathiath. I'm probably butchering that name wrong, but he says that his dad is the king of diamonds and he is from Israel. So he's supposed to be the prince of diamonds, has millions of dollars at his disposal. So he matches with these women on dating apps, talks to them, invites them to the hotel he's staying at, the Four Seasons, five-star hotels, has coffee with them there, then says, hey, you should come with me to another country, takes them on these lavish dates with dinners and clubbing all over Europe. So these women have this inkling that, oh my gosh, he's sweeping me off my feet. He's saying that he misses me and that we have such a good connection and he wants me to be his wife and the mother to his children. This man goes freaking deep with these girls, right? Asks them to move in with him and to go look at apartments with him. And then out of nowhere, he says he's in trouble. He sends pictures of his bodyguard all beaten up. He says that there's enemies after him. And you believe it because his dad is the king of diamonds. Right. And he has all the, these video 
He's sending you a video of him right now in the ambulance with his bodyguard about someone almost trying to stab him to death. So it makes it incredibly believable that he is in trouble. He can't use his credit cards because these people are going to murder him. There's hitmen. So he asks the girls, can you lend me $20,000? Can you open a credit card for me to use? I'm going to get killed. You got to you gotta help me out. Well, keeps doing this to one girl. He uses that money from the one girl about him being in danger to then fund his lavish trips with the next girl. And then he uses, it's a continuous cycle where it's basically a very like intricate Ponzi scheme, dating Ponzi scheme, where Mm -hmm. he uses the money from the previous girl to fund the lavish dates with the next girl to fall to for him, her to fall in love with him, which uh, is kind of amazing to me because like this guy would have to be super charismatic. And at least from all of the, they use live footage as well as pictures, as well as yeah. stories, and even voicemails of this guy. He doesn't sound like someone who's super charismatic, which doesn't make sense to me because I think you would have to be. I think from a women's perspective, it's not how charismatic he is. It's the fact that how attractive he is and how attentive he is to them. You know, you don't have to be that charismatic of a guy, but if you're good looking and you're texting me about how much you care about me and how much you miss me and you want to like meet my parents... I'm going to believe it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and then we can talk about the believability to it as well. The audience reactions here with a Rotten Tomato score of 95% critics. So the actual thing was shot really well. And I think the way they did it too with the interview segments in between Mm -hmm. did really good from like the people who are involved. Like as far as a docuseries, I thought it was really well done. It was really well done. What's surprising to me is we're getting in this age where everything is documented, right? Like you have... Snapchat videos, you have photos, you have all these voice memos that you save from people. And the entire docuseries, there wasn't, I don't think there was any, um, whatchamacallit, when they recreate what had happened. Like a reenactment type Yeah, there's no reenactments. It was all live footage. Yeah, it was all live footage. There were no reenactments. They had all of the people who were actually involved being mm-hmm. interviewed then clipped together with real real footage and uh, voicemails and clips and yes. uh, and they they did a really really good job with it i loved how they yeah, did it yeah it kept you super engaged because you knew it was real right mm-hmm. like it wasn't this reenactment that you were following it's real stuff yeah. even all the footage it was crazy uh, in today's age how all of that was kept mhm it was like a found footage docuseries (laughs) kind of like kind of with the pictures and the voicemails but you got a real glimpse into these people's lives from their actual texts and voicemails yeah it was wild i loved how they shot it i think they did a brilliant job yeah 100 percent. so that 95 percent is probably what i would give the the docuseries according Mm -hmm. like pretty high up there 90 95 percent and the audience 83 percent uh rotten tomatoes that's pretty justified too that's pretty that's still very very uh very high for yeah. something like this. I think audience goes purely based off of what it was about. And the reason the critic one is higher is because of how it was shot. I think so All too, the yeah. like editing that was put into it that is so time consuming. Yeah, because I assume, I assume the general reaction to this is everyone believes that this guy is shit. Yes. Yeah, all the, everyone's reaction that I read online was this guy is a monster and is absolutely terrible but people were not very kind to these women. And I feel 
really, really, really bad. Everyone's comments are like, how can you be that naive? How can you be that stupid? There's YouTubers posting all over their Instagram being like, girl, I would be asking all the questions. Why do you need my money? Why do you need blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, they fell in love with yeah, me. Yeah, and it's an oversight. Like, <clears throat> I you, don't you see most girls are are completely intoxicated by this fantasy about finding their dream prince. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what a lot of girls are, like, not bred up to believe. But yeah. being, like, more agreeable and really focusing on relationships and people, that's generally what girls look at, you know? I mean... Exactly. And women fall for this stuff all the time. Up to that scale... No, but I mean, hello, there's women who marry men that end up being murderers. There's women that marry men that end up being crazy alcoholics that steal all their money. Just this happened on a much larger scale, but it happens to women every day. Oh, 100%. So, I mean, the people judging these women, I'm like, no, 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 you cannot, like, they are true victims of this. Part of me says, yeah, like, when your friends tell you to be careful and stuff and not do this. Like, part of you, it's got to be on the common sense aspect. I mean, like, should you be taking a flight with a guy you just met somewhere without even knowing anything about him? No. No, no, you shouldn't. They they were tricked. Like, that's Mm -hmm. why it works, right? It's because they were tricked. And girls fall for it all the time on different scales. Yeah. Right? So you want to talk about some of the dangers of using Twitter, the online dating atmosphere? Yeah. So I think a lot of people were... Obviously, they were talking about, they're like, how can you be that stupid? How, why would you make those decisions? And I will say from being a girl that did the whole like dating app thing, I've always been very skeptical, skeptical of people and very aware of my surroundings and what could happen to me. My friends did not think like that. Yeah. At all. So that's why I see why someone would fall for it. Because my friends would just be like, oh, I met this guy on Tinder. We're going to go get drinks. I'm like. Where are you getting drinks? Oh, I don't know. Somewhere downtown. Okay. Are you going to give me your location? Do you want to check in with me? Do you want a code word for when you need help? It's not something every girl, not every girl is as street smart. Right. Do you have your pepper spray? You know, exactly anything like that. Yeah. And I mean, I've always been aware of it. Like when I did, well, I abused Tinder and mostly just got it for free food. Well, that's what I'm saying. But. So, like, you're aware <laughs> that that Tinder generally. Here's the thing about Tinder. Tinder are look uh, is is generally for people that are lonely that use Tinder to find other people because it's a last resort. You wouldn't have to use Tinder if you had a bunch of friends or new people, right? No, everyone uses Tinder and Bumble and Hinge and all of that now. Like, right, but why? Like, why are they using it? Because I have no intention of using it, or like. Some people who yeah. have a huge wide friend group don't need it. They meet people all the time through their friends, right? So why would you have, why would you, but my thing is, is why would you feel the necessity to go on there to find random people? And and if you're a guy, you're looking for sex, first of all. Like, that's what guys use it for. Yeah. Like, they're looking for girls and relationships and sex. <laughs> like, that's what it's for. Yeah. And girls are looking to find, be, the girls are looking to find any source of relationship slash guys. They're looking mm-hmm. for people, I mean... People hate when I say this, but girls are looking to find their prince. Like they're looking for a, yeah. uh, like a diamond in the rough. Like they know all these guys <laughs> are bad, but there's the one guy on there that they're going to fall in love with and have babies yeah. with and get married to. Like that's what it is. Yeah. Right. So like my thing is, is like, why are people using this app so heavily then? Well, I will say, I think you and I, we're a little bit older 
So, I mean, I used it, yes, but I don't think it was as calm. Like, for you and I, when we were in college age, it was very normal for us to just meet people through going out or through our hobbies. I think now, especially with COVID, like a lot of people, that's just how... You think they're just sitting at home and like using their phones? Yeah. And then eventually they meet someone, then decide to meet up? Mm-hmm. They yeah. rather meet the... They rather virtually meet them first and get to know them and then decide to put the time and effort into meeting them in person. And here's the other thing, like, which is funny, like, oh, put it into a text first so you get to know them. You can yeah. lie so easy through text. Like, you don't have to be genuine at all and they would never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what it is, is people, I think kids now are not willing to make the risks that we did as kids. I mean, we've talked about it before on old on other podcasts where kids now are less likely to drive. They're less likely to go be outgoing, less likely to go do things. So I think that in general, it's online dating has just made it way too convenient for them to do the least amount of effort to find someone. Right. Which ultimately makes those, I mean, there are the fringe cases, but makes those relationships. Not great. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the less chance of being great. Yeah. Like it's more of a shallow relationship because you don't know the person. Mm-hmm. You, in order to actually know the person, you have to spend time with them in person over a long period of time. Yeah, like you can only text so mu- someone so much and know so much about them before you have no idea what idea what their mannerisms are, their facial expressions, mm-hmm. how they genuinely react to something. Yeah, and I think you're less likely. So if you meet someone, say like the stereotypical, you bump into some guy at the grocery store and make conversation and then you pass phone numbers right you've already met in person so now when you are texting each other you can't over exaggerate you can't lie you can't put a filter on it because they already have seen you in person you know they already had that five minute interaction of who you are in real life yeah which is kind of funny it's like those guys those people who are like wow you look nothing like your profile picture <laughs> yeah. and they're like in their profile picture they're like built like a brick shit house and then they come in they're like this fat like overweight balding yeah. like dude or even like the small things like lying about your height and you're you show up and you're five inches shorter than you said you were. well and that's another or- thing like with women the shortness thing is like a big freaking deal i yeah. guess like I like the one girl like I tried dating a long time ago like she was like I'm not I don't date anyone shorter than me and she was like six foot one and I was like bro you eliminate like 95 <laughs> percent of men just so you know yeah but I think that's you know it's it's so easy to hide your insecurities if you meet them first because you know then okay then you have been talking for two months and then you show up in person always for into shorter than he said he was but we've already built this bond so they think the guy thinks that the girl's less is more likely to overlook that yeah you know well and I mean? here yeah they, well, the other thing is like there's certain types of attributes that are more um valuable to women over others like mm-hmm. height yeah okay if you know someone on a surface level height to height might be a deal breaker but let's say the guy is really really funny yeah and he's still really cute well, then the, the height goes out of the window, mm-hmm. right? Let's say the guy is super, um, he's got some sort of elements of like being a badass, what his job is, what he, like whatever, like yeah. that may put him up in the scale. It's like the same thing, like women reaching up above, right? Mm-hmm. And men reaching down below, gen, uh, or uh, yeah, women uh, dating across and high versus yeah. men dating, right? So it's like, because um, men are always searching to catch the eye of women yes. all the time through via their status. So, mm-hmm. like, status can be seen in multiple ways because, like, 
like how we got together, mm-hmm. it was definitely the charisma. Uh, charisma. It wasn't like looks, yeah. and it wasn't like anything else. Probably right. It was the char- uh, the charisma in groups. Charisma and yeah, charisma for sure. Yeah, that yeah, that was the main reason. Like I figure, and there can't it can't be anything else. Granted, after you're with someone a long time, then you find them attractive. Then you start to right. Mm-hmm. And there may have been things physically that you found me attractive. Well, yeah, but I still found you attractive. But it was your charisma that really, like, drove me to, I'm like, I'm picking him. <laughs> yeah, I, which didn't happen before. Because if you want to talk about a little about your, uh, like, Tinder dating experience and, like, how you dealt with guys, especially through uh, high school, college, not so much high school, but more college. Oh, yeah, I was a very cynical person. Well, okay, in high school, I had boyfriends. They would break up with me. I'd be really pissed off for like, I don't know, a week and I'd be on to the next. I didn't have very deep, meaningful well, relationships yeah, and in that, high school. And then that proves my point with the whole like Tinder thing too. Yeah. Like, so when I got to college, obviously I dated quite a bit. And I, I mean, I, it's definitely how I was raised. I've always been a very big cynic of relationships. There's a couple guys that like squeak through the cracks that really hurt my feelings. But 95% of them... I was just very cynical. Like, I do not believe any everything you're telling me. I'm assuming the worst of you. I'm going to get as much food out of this person as possible. <laughs> so, she, so she is like, guys are so bad on Tinder. I'm getting back at them. Yeah, it was a little about like, men suck. I'm going to take advantage of it. Because they're going to treat me like garbage anyway. So I might as well do the same to them. Yeah. That was very much how I dated in college. <laughs> I was like... Fuck men, I'm a feminist, I'm going to get what I want. Oh my god. <laughs> See guys, there's bad people on both sides. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how I dated. But you were extremely safe. I was extremely safe dating. Right. Extremely safe, which just blows my mind. If there's any girls listening to this that date... First of all, most of your... Sta- I still teach this to my friends and they are in their late 20s now most states have like ccap which is circuit court you can go you can type in this person's information you just need their first and last name and then you can kind if there's multiple of that same name you just got to figure out you just have to look at the birthdays of the people they have listed and obviously if one's like 25 and the other one's 50 you can pick the correct person on there so you can look up people's criminal records I'm not sure why people don't do this because I do it to literally every single person I meet ever. Well, you want to know who you're dealing with. Okay, if someone has something in their past criminally, they are not going to admit that to you on date one, Hell date no. two. Hell no. No. And so if you have charged- And if they do, they're probably genuine then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm going to assume that you don't. So you should just- CCAP, look at the circuit courts for your state and pull, just do a quick search. It will take you maybe 10 minutes tops to see if they have a criminal background. They have a DUI. Mm, Maybe I don't want him to pick me up for the date. Maybe I'm going to meet him at the date instead. You know, common sense kind of things. Right. Googling people will also tell you if, I don't know, they're married. Yeah, that's a big one. We've we've been in like guys do that all the time where yeah. they'll get in relationships with women if they're um well, first of all, if they're not a loyal person. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've had friends that get in relationships with guys that have, have no kids idea. and a they whole, have a whole family. A whole family. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, because also, guess what? If you do the circuit court search, you will see their marriage license and you'll see divorce papers. Yeah. Wild concept. So Google who you're dating, who you're going on a date with before you go on a date with them. Make sure they don't have a criminal record. Make sure they're not married. Also, have find my friends turned on on your phone. It just tracks your location and everywhere you go. I used to have mine turned on and I would give it to my best friend Sydney always had access to mine. And then my roommates had it too. And I would tell them, hey, I'm going on a date with so-and-so. Take a screenshot. I don't know why I'm using my hands. No one can see me. Take a screenshot of what that person looks like and be like, hey, I'm going on a date with Dan so-and-so. He says he's 20-some years old. We're meeting at this bar. I will text you when I get there. I will text you by 8 p.m. and let you know how it's going. If I do not text you by that time, call me. Right. And here's the other thing is like women have to be safer anyways, because as everyone knows, controversial as it may be, men are a lot stronger than women. If you're getting into a place yeah. and men are, uh, as far as sex goes, men are more predatory as well. Oh, so for like, sure. People say that, that men enjoy sex more, but women want it more. Like, I'm not oh. sure how much that is true. Yeah. That's what they say. But definitely like, I don't know. The, I mean, I mean, the whole rape thing exists mm-hmm. like not that it doesn't happen to men, but like, let's be honest, a lot of times if, if a girl forces himself on a guy, there's a lot of times when the guy won't have as much a problem with it. If a guy forces himself on a girl, generally the girl don't feel comfortable, especially because they can't control themselves. If a guy or yeah. girl forces himself a guy, guy just takes her and throws her, throws, throws her off. Yeah, because he's, he's bigger. bigger. Generally, More like ninety five percent of the time, the guy is bigger, right? Yeah. Girls don't have that type of protection, no. so they're gonna need either uh, a gun or pepper spray or something. Yeah, like, and also they're more vulnerable generally. So that's another thing. Mm-hmm. So it's just the vulnerable state of women. They have to be a lot more careful. Yeah, which blows my mind when girls do not do any of this shit. Yeah, it's crazy. It's they, they just they just take like men like, oh, they'll, they'll be chivalrous. No, like don't take that. Yes, men are chivalrous a lot of the time. And I have the opinion that men like good wins out. Good men will reign supreme. Mm-hmm. But like there are still forever, you know, there are still bad dudes out there yeah. that will take advantage that weren't raised properly and will take advantage of women. You know, my thing is nothing bad will come of you protecting yourself. Nothing bad is going to come from you see capping the person from letting your friends know your location texting okay so best case scenario i go on a date with Corey. i've already see capped him i see he has no criminal record i've shared the location with my sister i tell her where i'm going i then text her and say oh my god i'm having a really great time and then hey i got to my car i'm driving home by myself Like, that's the worst case scenario. It's like, oh, my God, you had a really great time with a guy and he didn't try and do anything. And he isn't a serial killer? And he's a serial killer. Fantastic. Yeah, I remember the moment when your sister uh, actually um, sent me a message on Facebook saying, congratulations, you passed. You're not. You're you're not a convicted (laughs) felon. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to. Thanks. The circuit court search you. Yeah. So you're it's really interesting. Clean. As a, like, and if you're a woman and you f- fall prey to a guy that did that was horrible, you're not in in a place where like you're the only one mm-hmm. that's happened to, right? Yeah. Like girls throughout high school, college, and then their dating years after happened to this all the time. Like my sisters used to fall for the 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 dumbest of <laughs> of like, oh, he's so romantic. Look at what he got. My my sister 
you know, you ever hear of like um, the guys who buy the, their girls' stars or whatever? Oh name my God. the console that happened to one one my sister, and she fell for it, a uh, hook, line, and sinker. And I'm like, these guys know how to uh, manipulate your feelings. Well, kind of, yeah, to make you feel like you're very special. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully, some of the guys who actually do it were, are genuine. Like when I used to do it to girls, like I was a super genuine <laughs> guy, right? Other but, like, guys did it manipulating. Me doing it, sweet and caring. Well, no, but that's no, but I, it's serious. Like yeah. I was the, I was the, what is Hopeless it, the, romantic, right? And the, the, what is it when you when you're uh, friend zoned? Like oh, yeah. I was the friend zone guy who did great things, and girls, girls took advantage of it because they liked it. But then I, I never got anywhere with anyone. Mm-hmm. Like that was me, right? So yeah, girls fall for it all the time, you know. I mean, and guys are good at it, you know. They learn what. What girls like, you know, being in relationships, it's like, yeah, you know, girls are the prey. Yeah, you are the prey. As the prey, you can protect yourself and be knowledgeable. Yeah, and eventually you'll find equal your uh, white knight, your knight in shining armor. Yeah, um, through natural means. I wouldn't force anything as much as possible. And if you do force something, give it a long time of being with that person (laughs) before you like decide hey this is a guy i want to spend you know a lot of my time with like i always say that the most genuine relationships happen organically in person Mm -hmm. versus hey i'm lonely i need to find someone online because i need to fulfill this life because let's say you're doing that because you're lonely like if you're not comfortable by yourself naturally it's probably not a good thing to force your a relationship on someone who probably has the same things because they went on tinder as well yeah and i want to clarify we're talking hard trash on dating apps where yeah. they make it super convenient for you to swipe left or right or whatever. It's very different on kids. I don't know if you know, but there's actual dating websites. Like eHarmony where you spend 50 to to $100 plus a month. Yeah, exactly. It's very different on those actual websites where you have to pay to become a part of it. You answer all these questions. You have to... You can't just like figure out who likes you and text. I don't even know how it works. But but those people, I mean, there's a reason eHarmony and Plenty of Fish and Zeusk, all those have been so successful is because people are putting money into it. So they're putting their time and effort into it. They're also generally older. Right. Yeah. I mean, they know a life partner. They know who they are. Yeah. They probably have gone through the whole um, the whole career thing where they're Mm -hmm. and now they're looking for more of a settle down where they're like, okay, now's my time. I'm look. I don't have an opportunity to find someone in like I don't go out to the bars. I don't go out to a whole lot of events. I'm looking for someone to settle down with, have kids with, you know, build a life. Those are very different. Right. So like the the attitudes are different. If you're looking, you know, I use Tinder because it's free or whatever. Like those people. Like if you're not willing to spend fifty to a hundred dollars a month to find your life partner, then let's per, let's be a little skeptical of it. <laughs> exactly. You know. So, um, where is the Tinder swindler now? Now, so he was sentenced to fifteen months in jail. Great, no. fifteen months. So that's a little more than a year. Yeah, I didn't say a year. Fifteen months. His identity issues in Israel. He did not get convicted for anything that he did against those women. Right. Because these women basically were able to correspond to each other from different countries over time over a period of like five years to basically try and get this guy convicted and get Mm -hmm. him at least sentenced to a little bit. Yeah. But he was released. Mm -hmm. Like he's out there. He was never even charged for what he did to the women. So he was charged for his identity fraud in Israel. Uh, He only 
was in jail for five months. That's it. And then he got out. And then he did what he does, which is got back on Tinder, got back on all the dating apps, and started doing this all over again to women. Right. However, since the documentary came out, which I think is really cool, because it garnered so much of a presence. Well, I want to circle back. So in the docuseries, the two main girls that he... The two main girls that he had targeted, they had teamed up with each other and worked with this news source in Norway to put out the huge story of the Tinder swindler. And that came out in 2018. So in 2018, this huge story came out and he was becoming super recognizable. And he had a girlfriend that he was starting to do all these money issues to. And she found out that he was a Tinder swindler. And she teamed up with those girls to get him locked up. So he's been a very well-known for the past four years now. But since the docuseries came out, he's become even more wide, worldwide known. And this week, finally, he got banned from all of the dating sites and yes. apps. Well, and eventually enough publicity, you're like basically yeah. publicly condemning the man for his actions, mm-hmm. even if you don't get him on... Um, for example, stealing women's money. Because the thing, here's the thing that he knows, and this is the, the thing he was abusing. So going from woman to woman, taking, um, having them apply for credit cards, giving them her money, they did it voluntarily. Yeah. Yes, he lied to them, but he didn't steal the money. Mm-hmm. They they offered it of their own volition. Yeah. That's the problem is he tricked them, but they offered it. So technically, that's not a law chargeable. or chargeable offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, it's horrible, and it's a shitty thing to do, like mm-hmm. absolutely horrible. And these women are going through horrible financial situations, oh, hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars. Like this guy has done millions of dollars probably at this point worth of damage to people's lives mm-hmm. and uh, put and crippled these women, and then and they have no idea. Or they keep going through it. If they didn't know, right, yeah. they'd probably be still doing it, right? I mean, there is, eventually you have to put your foot down like – Hey, I can't take out mo- another hundred grand for you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like eventually you have to understand. Like, yeah, this guy's lying to me. But at the same at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, they were ma- manipulated, and now they're put in this financial crisis. But mm-hmm. hopefully, like enough publicity to this will put this guy in in a horrible situation where everyone in the world will know how shitty of a human being he is. Yeah, where he'll never date again. And even in the movie, spoiler alert. He goes through a process, uh, a period of time where his girls cut him off and he's homeless and he's living in this freaking hostel for mm-hmm. like 40 bucks a day or what is it? Yeah. 10 bucks a day. So the last girlfriend, the girl that was a girlfriend, his girlfriend, when Tinder Swindler came out, she contacted the two girls that were in the news article and they say, this is what he's doing, yada, yada, yada. Instead of just leaving him right away, she played into it. Because as soon as that happens, she's like, what is this? What is this? And he's like, they're lying. They're terrible women. They're bitches, blah, blah, blah. And he has already borrowed money from her. And she knows at this point she's not getting it back. But she worked in um, fashion. So she says, I know how I can help you get money. Let me fly to you and pick up all your clothes. Because this guy... All of his clothes, I mean, he dresses to make himself look rich. So it's all Gucci and Louis Vuitton and Versace. It's all these brands. She's like, I know I can get some money from it. So she swindles him. She swindles the swindler. Yes. She goes and visits him. 
pretends to still be his girlfriend and she is like those girls are terrible blah 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 playing into it takes all his clothes flies away starts selling all of it and then completely ghosts him and that's where the homeless thing comes in he's sending her pictures and videos of him homeless and living in a hostel and he his he has to be some kind of like narcissist or sociopath or something because one voicemail message to her is fuck you and blah 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 and I'm homeless because of you you bitch you stole everything from me like being very aggressive and then 30 seconds later he sends another voice message I miss you I'm so sorry I'm so sorry baby I want you to be my wife for life or whatever this this guy has serious issues he is fucking nuts so yeah he is homeless for a bit and that's uh, when he got arrested because she bought him a flight and then was like, hey, he's using this new name. He's on this flight. Go pick him up. Yeah. I bought it. Yeah, so the cops picked him up. He was in jail for a year and then he got out and uh, he's actually dating a model and the model doesn't seem to care that all this came out. Oh my out. God. No, I am really, I want to do some digging and find this girl's name and then look on her Instagram and see if she's dumped him yet because he goes to jail for five months. He keeps the name Simon, even though everyone knows now that it's a Tinder swindler who saw that article in Europe. He starts dating this model and he doesn't seem to have money issues. Like they're living in Israel or Dubai or something. He bought her like a giant Lamborghini. I'm like, bro, where's this money coming from? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So now he's probably swindling another person. The the dude's name is, I think it's Simon Laev, right? The f- the f- it's it's Hebrew. It's Simon Lahayeth. Was the, that was the name he was going by? But his real name is Simon Hayut. Simon Hayut. Hayut. Okay, so Simon Hayut. If you know this guy, dump Fuck the him. shit out of him. <laughs> Fuck the shit out of him. Kick him to the curb and beat the crap out of him. That's what I say. Yeah. So would you recommend the Twinder swindler to uh, audiences? I would recommend it to everyone. I think it is great for younger girls to get a little wake-up call into the realities of life. I think it's great for parents to watch to see what can happen in the world. I think it's good. Yeah, I think I, everyone I would. would enjoy it. And I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I felt like shit at the end because uh, it's like people are looking for a happy ending and there yeah. wasn't one. These yeah. girls got ripped all their money away from them, got uh, the bull pulling over their eyes, the most kind of like pure thing you know women women good intentions trying to find a man mm-hmm. and it, it just a guy abusing and manipulating them yeah and then being left with you know uh, they're still nothing. in debt and they're still in debt right These girls are still paying right and uh this guy got off scot almost scot-free and is still doing this today so if you know that the simon laviv lafute lieth whatever the fuck his name is watch this docuseries it's insane and let us know what you think on social media yeah that is the first movie review of 2022 thanks for listening guys yes as always we have our bi-weekly show episodes on wednesdays season three episode five is going to be march 2nd and that will be our february monthly scoop because it's a short month it's a short month yeah but we'll give you your monthly scoop come down it's coming it's coming we'll talk about joe rogan and joe biden don't worry right 
Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Strive Nation podcast with your hosts, Corey Estreen and Taylor Huff. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms at Strive Nation Pod on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Join us for our next episode in two weeks. And remember, when the world is upside down, Strive Nation is right side up for you guys. Have a good one.